Hey everybody, today Rado runs through his most anticipated games for 2024, and hi everybody! Hi, how are you doing? Here I am, down here in the corner, in the darkness, in the shadows! Why could you not see me? Well, because to start off the new year, I just wanted to share the wonderful view that Jen and I have every morning as we wake up and look out the front window of our RV down here in Baja. It is absolutely wonderful. This is the Bay of Conception, Conception Point, something like that, and it's wonderful. We've been out there swimming and snorkeling and kayaking. We're only going to be here a couple more days and then we will continue on south to Laredo and then La Paz and finally Cabo San Lucas in the coming weeks. So you're going to be seeing lots of other places I will be filming on the road. But oh shoot, I forgot. Right, so you don't want to see me in shadow the entire time, right? But I don't want to deny you that view. So I set up a second camera. Let me see. Can I turn it back on? There it is. Yeah. Woohoo! Stereo double vision Rado to start out the new year. Okay, folks, here's the deal. I am about to tell you my 10 most anticipated games for 2024 as of today. It's going to be in countdown from my least anticipated to my most. But, you know, my least anticipated 10 is very anticipated. Because, folks, I could easily talk about 50 games today that I have read about that I'm super stoked to see. And if you add expansions, the list probably goes up to 80. Now, later on in the month, I'm going to be doing my regular ramble, which is an exclusive video for backers of the show, and I will dig deep into all of the games that I am excited about. But in the meantime, come back in a week, because on Tuesday, the 9th of January, we're going to have another R&R&R show. Me, Ruel, Chris, George, and Ray, and hopefully a special guest. We're trying to line some folks up now. We'll be diving deep into a bunch of other anticipated games. So this is just the beginning, folks. I'm going to tell you about 10 now. I'll tell you about some more in the next R&R show. And then if you are a uh, patron of the show, or uh, what do you call it? a backer here, a member, a member here on YouTube, you'll be able to hear about dozens and dozens of games. But still, if this is all you're getting, well, this is the best of the best. The cream of the crop, my 10 most anticipated. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. So, are you ready to get going? If so, let's start with number 10, Sankore, Pride of Mansa Musa. And I gotta say, folks, I am so jealous. If I, as great as this view is, as wonderful as life is right now, there are some problems, like the fact that I can't get review copies of games in the mail as easily as I used to. And there are other channels out there that have already got this and have already started filming videos for it. And I'm so jealous of Man vs. Meeple and John Gets Games and Alex Radcliffe. They've all put videos up. So if you want to know more about San Corey, there's three great videos right there, folks. But what I know of it is it is from Fabio Lapiano, who is fast becoming one of my favorite designers. I've been so impressed by everything he's done over the last few years. And apparently, this is his biggest, heaviest, crunchiest game to date. It is all about running a university. And there are four, if I recall correctly, four different schools that you're trying to maintain and you know, make sure there's lots of really good professors and students and all that. But each one of the different schools within this university is almost kind of a little mini game of its own. So that sounds very, very cool to me. The other thing that's cool about it is his co-designer, Mandela Fernandez Grandon, 
because I have played two of uh, Mandela's uh, games. Glasgow and Overstocked are both excellent. So, Fabio is teaming up with a really sharp designer, and I'm looking at the wrong camera. Have I been looking at the wrong camera this whole time? There it is right there. Fabio is teaming up with a great designer with Mandela, and I believe the two of them will make something very, very special. And I could go and learn more about it now, but I don't want to because I literally don't want to get bit by the jealousy bug to see these other channels. I, I'll probably get a chance to cover it when I eventually get home in April. Maybe I'll pick it up earlier when we visit Dan King. I'm getting some games sent to him. He lives in Arizona, and as we head through that area, I'm going to be picking up some games. So maybe I'll be covering it in February. I don't know, but I'm super stoked. I just based on the, you know, the designer pedigree here. What a great team up. Number 10, Sancore. Alrighty, then let's move on to number nine, Cities. This is on my list for a couple reasons. One, Publisher DeVere, who are really fast becoming one of my most solid, dependable go-to publishers out there. They just keep knocking it out of the park over and over and over again. So, if it weren't enough just to say it's from DeVere, it's also another really cool designer team-up. And I've never seen this team before. Phil Walker Harding, you know, one of the most prolific modern Euro designers there is, and, you know, a really great designer, teaming up with one of my all-time faves, Steve Finn, the king of the filler, I've often called Steve in the past. These two, as far as I know, have never worked together before, and I expect greatness. And, unfortunately... That's all I can tell you. There's really not that much to say about it on BoardGameGeek. By the way, folks, links for all 10 of these games are down in the show notes if you want to go to BoardGameGeek and add them to your wish list like I have and subscribe. So as more information becomes available, we will have more information about these games. What do we know? It is a city-building game. It doesn't, there's no listed mechanisms. Apparently, there's action and resource drafting, giving you the opportunity to visit the cities of Sydney, London, New York, Barcelona, Rio de Janeiro, Lisbon, Mexico City, and Buenos Aires. Can you design the most magnificent neighborhood? I don't know, but I definitely want to find out because, again, of an amazing designer duo team-up, Phil Walker-Harding and Stephen bringing us number nine on the list, Cities. Then... Let's go on to number eight, Roz, A Dance of Love. Now, I actually got to play this a year ago, or maybe 11 months ago, at a convention in early prototype form, and I immediately fell in love with it. And at the time, the designer was looking for publishers, and I believe he has teamed up with Arcane Wonders. So Arcane Wonders is going to be bringing it to us this year. Again, there unfortunately aren't any pictures on BoardGameGeek. I saw a very, very cool rough-and-ready prototype that made me know that Jen will you know, knock all of you out of the way to get a chance to play this because it looks so cool. What is it? It is a game all about Roz, the Dance of Love. It's a very popular, I believe, a marriage ceremony dance in India. The developer who is Indian here, Shaw, who, by the way, is the co-designer on last year's excellent cooperative expansion to Viticulture, Viticulture World. So that was amazing. And now he's making an entirely new game based on, you know, his country of origin, you know, something that he loves. But I, I, I'm bearing the lead, folks. Here's what makes Raw so special. Remember a million years ago when Zulk and the Mayan calendar came out and it set the world on fire with its four interlocked gears on the board and you sit, spin the central gear and then all the other gears move and it changed gameplay as things lined up and stuff like that? Remember how awesome that was? Now imagine that with seven 
gears. The central gear was six gears all around, and a game where, unlike in Zulkin, where you only get to rotate a few times over the course of the game, in this game, you're rotating those gears all the time because it represents all these different circles of dancers moving together as I spin the central thing, and the other ones come in and trying to get the right pairs of dancers together. It was freaking cool, and I wish I had pictures for you. I don't know, maybe if you go out and dig up, I think maybe some people had some pictures from, you know, I think it was Dice Tower West I saw it at last year. Um, anyway, folks, trust me. The core central mechanism of this game is so cool, and it's so vibrant and colorful, and a celebration of culture, you know, from, uh, you know, somebody from that culture. It looks amazing. I am super stoked for number eight, Raw's City of Love. Then let's move on to number seven, Cascadia. Rolling Hills, and actually this is a double feature. Cascadia Rolling Hills and Rolling Forest. I should have downloaded the, the, the picture for the Rolling Forest as well. That's pretty much all we have right now. Again, with anticipation lists, often there's not that much information. Not a lot of pictures I can show you. But hey, it's a pretty art. But here's the deal, folks. It's a new Cascadia spin-off game, or two spin-off games, Rolling Hills and Rolling Forest, and they're rolling rights. But they're flipping rights. Actually, they make a big deal how they are flip and roll and rights. So this is a game where you are, you know, I assume doing Cascadia-style stuff, expanding your biome and filling it up with all kinds of animals that have different needs that vary from game to game. I'm going to assume the core DNA of Cascadia is still here, but translated into roll and write form or flip and write form or both, because apparently cars will be coming up, dice will be rolled, you'll be combining all those things to be able to you know do Cascadia type stuff. I'm super stoked for this stuff. Uh, folks, Jen and I, we played the new Cascadia Landmarks expansion a couple of months ago. I talked about it in the roundup, and it has so reinvigorated our love for this game. So a new one coming out in roll and write form, which Jen and I tend to love. I'm very excited. I was complaining a bit ago about how hard it is for me to get games here in Mexico. I am crossing fingers. We are trying to work with Flat Out Games right now to figure a way that they could send me copies of these while we're on the road in Mexico so that I'll be able to film them in time for the for the launch of the game because I can't wait to see these. I mean, obviously, it's in my top 10 most anticipated games of the year. So, obviously, I'm very, very excited for Cascadia. Rolling Hills and Rolling a Forest. But now, let's move on to number six, Neo Dreams. Why am I excited about this? The designer, folks. The designer is Ivan Lashin, who is a very, very talented young man who brought us Smartphone Inc., Mobile Markets, a smartphone ink game. Skytopia was really great, but all those pale in comparison to his masterpiece, his magnum opus, Furnace. And Furnace Interbellum, where you add the expansion. Oh my god, the game comes even better. So anything Ivan does, I have got to be there. I have got to check it out. And so his new design, Neo Dreams, where we create and provide dreams to customers through unique worker placement. There's deck bag and pool building. There's worker placement. There's open drafting. That's pretty much all I can tell you about gameplay right now. But let me tell you about the setting, which is very exciting. In the future, we have developed technology that allows us to program dreams. And so we're a dream manufacturing company, you know, kind of like Total Recall, but without the nightmarish implications where we actually use these machines to help people face traumas and, you know, experience their best lives and all kinds of wonderful stuff. I love the subject matter, this kind of sci-fi thing that doesn't seem too far-fetched considering all the leaps and bounds we're making these days. 
and from one of the best design new designers of recent years furnace folks if you haven't played yet is absolutely amazing you owe it to yourself so a follow-up to furnace i had to put it high on my list number six neo dreams okay then let's move on to number five daitoshi again folks it's the designer danny garcia had such an amazing debut year in 2023 with Barcelona and Arborea, two amazing, wonderful, heavy, crunchy Euros. Barcelona made my top 10 of 2023, and Arborea might, but I only ever got to play the, the, the what do you call it, the prototype. Danny, if you're listening to this, get them to send me a review copy of Arborea because I really want to evaluate it in its final form to see if it makes it into my top 10 for 2023. Anyway, that's totally as a side. That's just me reaching out to Danny. But all that aside, that's last year's Danny. This year's Danny brings us Daitoshi teaming up with Devere Games. And I already talked earlier about how much I love everything Devere has going on. Now, this is a steampunk game all about, you know, you know, steam, you know, steam technology developments, you know, building up a modern industry in, uh, in the Kimushi saga, which I think means somehow, is this set in the same war? I, I don't know. I'm, I don't want to presume. I'm not sure what, uh, let's see, what is the Kimushi saga? I'm looking on Board Game Geek right now, and that is, yes, it is, set in the same world as Bamboo and Bitoku and Yokai Sketch and Silk. And, uh, you know, and so it actually, but it's it's turning that, those natural things into, you know, that kind of crunch between nature, what we've really focused on in this series so far, and now modern industry as steampunk uh, industrialization starts to happen. So that's a really interesting thing. The designer is really interesting. The publisher is really great. But then there's one other thing. They just mention in passing in the description um, that you can participate in reforestation projects. Uh, so that's awesome, too. So there is going to be an underlying message of, hey, you know what? We can actually build our society up maybe without destroying the natural world. That is a very timely message, and I look forward to seeing more of it with number five on the list, Daitoshi. But I'm not done talking about Danny yet because number four is Windmill Valley. And once again, Danny is teaming up with Board and Dice to you know, make a game all about tulip you know, you remember you know tulip mania, you know all that crazy stuff that happened in Scandinavian countries. Like an entire industry grew up because tulips were the most valuable things in the world for a brief period of time. Well, apparently this game is going to be set in that time period, which you know is very very interesting and engaging. But the late 19th century and more than 9,000 windmills dot the landscape of the Netherlands, purpose built to, to dry the load lands. Called okay, there's a lot here. You can read all about this. There's actually pictures of it on Board Game Geek. It looks very very pretty. Here's thing number three why I'm excited. Danny teaming up with board and dice. That's one and two. Number three, a player's individual board has two big gigantic wheels that move and try to get different icons to line up together. And these wheels can be upgraded during gameplay. So that means also interesting too. The description says this is a more lightweight game. So far, everything Danny has given us is big, big, heavy, crunchy games. So it'd be really interesting to see him doing a more lightweight is it a gateway game? Probably not. If it's from Board and Dice, but I am definitely interested. Of course I'm interested. It's number four on the list, Windmill Valley. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Then, oh folks, we got number three on the list, Katmandu. Why am I excited? Because it's Steffenfeld. And it's not another game in the Steffenfeld City Series where, you know, he's just revisiting his old designs and, you know, polishing them up and coming up with new solo modes and stuff like that. No, this is an entirely new design from Steffenfeld. His first since Marrakesh. And that, you you had me at new design from Steffenfeld. Now, again, there's very little information. There's something about using dice. You roll five dice and use three to basically help your expedition to Nepal, to Kathmandu, and cat, uh, you know, catalog all the different you know flora and fauna you see, and interact with the with the people of the of the region and whatnot. So the box cart is pretty. The subject matter is is engaging, but most importantly, it's Steffenfeld with a whole brand new design. Essentially, it does say it's part of his city collection, but it's again not a remake of his old design. It's entirely new, which is why I'm very, very excited about it. Katmandu number three, but Nas excited is number two, Civilution. Why did it beat it? Because it's another game from Steffenfeld. Oh, this harkened back to the glory days when we would get like two or three new Steffenfeld new designs a year, and so we're getting two of them this year. And this one is Steffenfeld for the first time ever doing a civilization building game. And if that doesn't get you as excited as it gets me, I don't know about folks, maybe you're watching the wrong channel. That is, sounds absolutely amazing. It looks like it's so amazing that my computer is breaking down. Come on, cow. Yo, okay, there we go. I look, look, yeah, it looks like my poor little laptop here can barely handle two cameras at once. That's why I've mostly been filming on the beach and whatnot, but I was just too tired. Anyway, sorry, folks. That's neither here nor there. I'm just here to tell you about my top 10, and number two is Civilution. You know, building up civilizations, all that. The big question, of course, is, hey, is it a Forex game? Is there that fourth S? Is there extermination? And Steffenfeld did post on social media, if I recall correctly, or even on Board Game Geek saying, nope, there's no direct conflict. There's a little bit of displacement. So I'm kind of thinking maybe it's going to be something like, you know, the player conflict you had in Aquasphere, something like that, maybe. I don't know. Steffenfeld doing a Civ game? Is this going to become my new favorite Civilization game of all time? I mean, I guess it's not Steffenfeld's first Civ game. I mean, there's Trajan. That's kind of a Civ game, but no, no, no. This is a game where you're building up an entire Civ. Oh, I'm so excited. But folks, what could beat two back-to-back Steffenfeld games if they come in at number three and number two? Well, my number one most anticipated game of the year is Imperium Horizons. Now, this is a standalone, you know, uh, version of Imperium. I covered Imperium a couple of years ago when it first came out, and I said at the time that if it weren't for, you know, the cutthroatedness in, that was in, inherent in a lot of the game where, you know, this is a deck-building game where we're building civilizations all based on um, real-world ones and also some fantastical ones as well, and it was just absolutely brilliant. I said, you know what, this could go down as one of the greatest modern designer card games of all time, you know, beating you know, Race for the Galaxy, beating Elysium, you know, total upper tier stuff. But my problem was 
the original or Imperium, oh, was it Classics and, and the other one, the first two had too much to take that in. Here's the deal. The New Horizons, the th I think it's the third game in the series, introduces a new mechanism of trade where players, instead of attacking each other and stealing from each other to interact with each other, can actually engage in trade with each other and b mutually benefit everyone. And that makes me very excited, both uh, for just the promise of it and also because... Actually, I talked to Dave Turchi, one of the co-designers of this, and he told me, yeah, this new trade mechanism is backwards compatible with the old Imperium stuff. So it makes me even more excited. And it's interesting. It just occurred to me, folks. This is from Osprey Games. My number 10 on the list from Osprey, uh, and my number one on the list is from Osprey Games. It's Imperium Horizons. Wow. Folks, I'm telling you right now, 2024 is going to be amazing. And I've just scratched the surface. You can follow the links down in the show notes to learn more about those games. But again, come back next week. Be there for the live stream on the 9th at twitch.rado.com, where we're going to talk about a whole bunch more anticipation. And then I'll dive even deeper when I do my monthly ramble. And folks, that is it. Thank you very much for watching. Have a very, very nice day. You know what to do now. Click on all the stuff. Click, click, click. And I am just going to disappear into the background while you're clicking. <laughs>